welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jake. Went along with my big buddy, Big Rob. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing, brother? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy $100 bill. $100 bill Friday. (laughs) Uh, By the way, it works. It does. Kind of. Kind of. I actually had, uh, this was from Jeff. I got a call this morning. I'm sitting here and I'm getting ready to do the show, and I got a call this morning. Check under the bucket. Right, yeah. I'm like, what? And I go outside, and there's a, there's a, I'll call it a smoking bucket. I don't smoke, but uh, uh, other people do. Uh, and they're underneath the smoking bucket, there was an envelope. And the envelope said, $100 bill Friday. You got to love that. Right? You must have been excited when you. I was like, all right. <laughs> Hey, that's the way it should work. I right. come into work right. every Friday. I look under the bucket, and it is, now I just need quantity, right? right? Quantities right. of them. When I opened it up, it was a hundred dollar bill, and it is. I'm mean, I mean, right here looking at it too. <laughs> but it's a Jamaican hundred dollar bill, <laughs> and uh, it's worth about seventy seven cents. Right. <laughs> but but nonetheless, Jeff, uh, thank you so much. A hundred dollar bill Friday. We're off to a good start. We I mean, are. it's only our second hundred dollar bill Friday show, and we've already gotten uh, seventy seven cents. Our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine to the website at all american jo- all american jobs right all american gold dot com. The latest blog is up. I stole it from. Uh, it was uh, what is his name. Uh, the Democratic, uh, the bald guy, got Bill Clinton, James Carville. Oh. James Carville. Oh. He he did the, it's the economy stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's when, yeah, when, yeah. when Bill Clinton was running against Bush and Ross Perot was right. in there, too, right? right. So uh, it's the economy stupid. It's the type of job stupid, stupid, right? So that is my latest blog. Make sure you go and check it out. Uh, at allamericangold.com. Janet Yellen did not disappoint. She talked about absolutely nothing. Big nothing burger. <laughs> As they like to say on CNN, what? it's a nothing burger. <laughs> the the oh, it, Gold's up, right? Gold's up five. Silver's up, uh, what, silver's up 12 cents. As Janet Yellen, uh, she talked about how, hey, listen, we, we, we saved everybody. Right, right, Rob, you know. <laughs> Again, nobody pats themselves on the back more than the Federal Reserve. They've never created any problem. They just fix stuff. But, unfortunately, she said, and this is kind of what got everything a little sideways, all the stuff that we saved and fixed, yeah. it's still broken. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't say it like that. She did not say it like that. She just said that the risk is still there and didn't talk about anything else. Well, I shouldn't say that. And then she, I will say this, I don't know if it was a jab to President Trump or not, because you know he's been talking about rolling back these reforms uh-huh. for Wall Street, yep. and she she just warned, hey, don't go don't go too far with that, right? And, and essentially, let's face it, she already knows, hey, these banks are as crooked as they can be. <laughs> Right, and I, I'm saying that and she didn't say that, right. but I'm telling you, she, you know, she's the head banker, <laughs> right? She's got Fed governors and Fed Reserve people in all the boardrooms of all the banks, 
So she should know. And when she says, hey, you know what, don't roll those back too far. Right, because <laughs> I'm just saying, right? Right. <laughs> we did have one piece of economic news out today. Durable goods. And I will tell you the headline number was horrible, but throw it out. Right. Right. I, listen, I'm not going to pile on when it's on. Boeing had a bad month. Right. So the inside the number really, you know, and we've been talking about the devils are in the details. Inside the numbers, more of the same. Not so great. Right. And. Eh. The biggest thing in there was automobiles continuing its decline. And here's the thing about it: what makes it so important, you know, the average automobile is thirty-five grand, right? So you got to make a lot of something else to get to thirty-five grand. And so when you see uh, the production falling in that area, it, it it's not a great picture, but it wasn't as bad because the headline was down 6.8%. I mean, that's that's big, but it wasn't that bad uh, inside of it. It was kind of pretty much more of the same of what we've been seeing. Uh, but it really was all Janet Yellen this morning when she came out and, and did not talk about anything in the U.S. Let me tell you what's happened to the dollar. And listen, this is the key. I've been warning you about it. I've been telling you about it. They got more details than I do, okay? But we know. And and you just need to accept it. And, and really, ultimately, at the end of the day, if you know what's going to happen, we've got that hurricane coming. Well, how long has it been since we talked right, about right, a hurricane? Right. Those people got to get ready, right? Hey, they're expecting, like, 135-mile-an-hour winds, 35 inches of rain. Now, that's the killer, right? That's the, the killer, rain, isn't yeah. it, though? I mean, yeah. that's, that's like almost three feet of rain. The, the, sto- the storm isn't moving very fast, no. so it's gonna, the whole place is going to be flooded, right? right? I mean, that's I, I think right, right. that may be worse than the wind, maybe the flooding, but you have to be prepared. But and, you know it's coming. But you know, right. so you prepare. So you prepare. And Move, we know. water, right. generator. All that stuff. Uh, uh, but, I will say this. Know, don't you? I find it incredible. They show the picture, and it's all wiped out. Right? People don't have this stuff already. Yeah, you don't you have think, water. You, you they don't would have, have batteries, right? You think they would have all this stuff, though? I mean, and you, you think, live. I, and I know. Granted, it's probably been. I don't know how. It feels like a long time since it's been a long hurricane. time. It's been a, it's been a really long time. Yeah. I think. I think. Since Katrina, actually. Really? Yeah. Wow, that is a long, long time. time. Well, when we get back, we're going to talk about the dollar. I promise. Pedro Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Pedro Radio News Hour. Double J Big Rob 800-951-0592. By the way, you're, you're dropping some pounds. Oh, thank you for noticing. You know, I'm yeah. working my butt off, though. I am working my butt off. Rob... He used to be like a bodybuilder. Yeah. And then, the it, and then he got a body for radio. <laughs> and now he's trying to get back to you, right? Right. Doing and you're both. no spring chicken. No, no. 51. Right? 51 <laughs> years old. But, but, hey, he's back in the gym. So look out. Listen, I got to beef up security. If you guys are going to be dropping off $100 bills every Friday, I got to have me some protection. <laughs> so we got Big Rob in the house. You're looking great, brother, by the Thank way. You. Thank uh, you. Speaking of getting leaner, yeah, the dollar down fifty three basis points ninety two seventy five. Uh, this is uh, we've been talking about this ninety three level on and off. 
And I, t- and I told you. Yeah, yeah. You, right? you, talk I, to, you talk I do to like to pat myself on the back, too, give myself a self-high five. Oh, yeah. This inflation, and, and, and again, we already know that the number's not a reality number. Okay. It, but it doesn't matter. They need their inflation number right. to go higher. Right. It's not. Read my blog. It's simple. It's not complicated. There's no mystery here. Okay, you don't need to have a PhD from Harvard to figure it out. It's about the type of job, stupid. It's not that hard. Let's see. We took away the jobs that used to pay fifty and sixty and seventy thousand dollars, and we replaced them with jobs that pay less than eighteen. Average salary is what about thirty thousand dollars? Yeah, well, actually, below, 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 even 30. below that. That's that's a fact. And you know what? That's not my number. That's the BLS. They have that's all right. of you can this look stuff. that up. The average worker in the United States today makes less than thirty thousand dollars. Seventy-one percent of people make less than. 50. What is so hard to figure out? Not, 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 not very hard. I mean, it's crazy. But the only way for them now to get what they want is to take the dollar down. This is why all of a sudden nobody's talking about rate cuts anymore. Right, that's gone. Right? It's all gone. The <laughs> Dallas Fed governor was out there saying, you know, well, we may be perfect right now. Yeah. Right, you know, right. That, that may be as high as we want to go. Because they know uh, if they go too far, the other it's going to get really bad. So the dollar is down big today as Janet Yellen delivered her big nothing burger and just said, hey, don't get carried away with these reforms. Because, listen, the risk, it didn't go away. And I, you know what? When she does something that I think is deserving, I'll give her an attaboy, an attagale, yeah, right. an attagirl. Right. I don't know what the right – I don't want to – But you'll never get that. That's well, the problem. But, but I'm going to give her one today because at least she said, hey, by the way, don't go and do what the bankers are trying to tell you they need you to do. Don't do that. They can't be trusted. She didn't say it like that, but that's what she meant. All of the risk, and she mentioned risk. Yes, it's better, <laughs> right? Allegedly, wink, wink, not, not. It's yeah. better because you own four and a half trillion dollars of it, but it's all still there, and that's what got gold roaring. That's what got the dollar uh, on its heels, and actually, Wall Street was up a hundred, over a hundred points. It's been falling all the way back now because right. they're like, oh, wait a minute, what? We're not going to give us all these great handouts and all that other stuff and let us go back to Rob and Peter to pay Paul? And who knows better than them? Right? They're in these boardrooms. That's right. So uh, anyway, the other side. So we talked about durable goods. Right. We talked about retail sales right now. Right. right? Kmart now. By the way, great coincidence in, in Kmart today. The the money section of the USA Today, big headline, is Sears 
circling the drain with a question mark. And I'm like, is that even a question? I don't understand. Right? Yeah, that's but just insanity. Not yet, Wall Street says. Right. Right? That's because we where... believe what Wall Street says, right? These are the same guys who robbed the whole country blind. <laughs> same source sales down 11.5%, right? Uh, but that was the Then we found out today more Sears suppliers now are not are, are not going to ship them products. And here's why, and I didn't know this. Me and Rob were, were talking about it. These vendors, because I'm thinking to myself, I'm a vendor, who would ship them anything? Right, exactly. Because you know it's coming. Right. They can buy insurance. Right? Kind of like their, uh, how we buy our wealth insurance. My right? question is to you, who would insure them? Well, this is the problem. So these vendors, all of them need this insurance. It's driven up the cost of the insurance to the point where, oh, I'll give you a simple analogy. Let's just say I'm, I'm a vendor to Sears, and they want me to ship them $10 million worth of stuff, okay, which isn't that much, but we'll just use that as an example. And let's just say when Sears pays me the $10 million, okay, let's just say I make, I don't know, Maybe they make like 300000 right, right? okay? Maybe they make half a million, whatever it is that they make. The cost for them to buy the insurance in case Sears defaults costs more than the profit they were going to make on the $10 million. <laughs> so therefore, ergo, we're not going to ship them. Yeah, no. I think we'll just keep our product here. <laughs> so... To answer your question, is Sears circling the drain? Yes, it is. Hey, I'll tell you what. Why don't we just pick, pick, put a big sign over America and say, America, go out of business. Well, you know what? That hurts <laughs> Janet Yellen's inflation, right? Because right. Sears is marking down all the prices of all this stuff because they're going out of business. It's killing her. Uh, Unbelievable. So, so we had existing home sales this week. We had new home sales this week. And I've been telling you for how long now there is no supply problem, right? Have I not said that? And I said, there's plenty of 300, 500, 800 million dollar homes. There's tons of them. Yesterday, sales of both newly built and existing home sales fell in July. A signal that the housing market has hit an insurmountable hurdle. It's just plain too expensive. <laughs> yeah, like nobody knew this. <laughs> Again, it's the type of job, stupid. The median price of a ho- of a home sold, this was an existing home, $288,300. The realtors divide sales figures into sifting six different price buckets, okay? I did not know that. I don't know that either. Six of them. In their monthly reports, okay? So you go there and you look at it. Sales in the range of $100,000 or below. Wow. We're down 14% year over year. This is worse than Sears. Right? Sears sales, but year over year, we're only down 11 and a half. We're down 14%. Well, sales of million-dollar homes jumped nearly 20. See? There's no <laughs> supply problem. None. <laughs> More telling is that at the start of 2013, 
when home prices bottom, right? This is what this is when. Well, black, that's, that's what they wanted us well, to listen, believe. This is when the hedge funds came and bought them all. BlackRock, right? right? They own hundreds of thousands. Who know? We don't even know what the real number is. Right. They buy all of these homes. They said that the the share of homes that were above five hundred thousand okay, was just nine percent of sales. So you know that that probably would seem about right. One out of ten right. was a hundred or, or five hundred thousand dollars or more. Today, that that number has jumped by fifty percent. On the lower end, here was Lawrence Young. Y-U-N, Young. He is the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. He's a, they, they quote He's him. Head on, Joe. Yeah, they quote him every month. All right. On the lower end, there is virtually no property at the very low price levels anymore. It is undoable. <laughs> I guess that's why they're building all those apartments, Joe. Right? <laughs> And, and we know where it is. And again, I keep saying it over and over and over again. How do you really think this is going to work? My bigger question is how do you think this is all really going to end? And it's not going to end very good. I can tell you this, Joe. Well, you think about it. It's actually they're doing the right thing. Normally, they would be doing the wrong thing, right? But they're doing the right thing, which is, hey, we're just... First of all, you can't build a home for under $100,000. It's undoable. Remember, I told you, my buddy, he's got the places down in Arizona City. And I, I apologize for you people that don't know where Arizona City is. It'll take you about 45 minutes just to get to the outskirts of, like, Chandler, you know, the That's greater like Phoenix Casa here. Casa Grande, it's right? halfway to Tucson. There How about go. that? Halfway to go. Tucson. Okay? In the middle of nowhere, they can get you a brand-new home for under $150,000. But that's where you got to go. They cannot build them for less than that. It, it can't be done anymore. And then when you think about the jobs people are getting, if you're making less than $18 an hour, you're not working 40 hours a week, you're not buying a home. If you were making thirty grand, you could buy a seventy or eighty thousand dollar home. You could, right? Listen, my first home. I tell everybody all the time. Me and my wife in two thousand, all the way out in Anthem, which you know now is part of town anymore. Right, it's right. not even yeah, all yeah, the way yeah. out there anymore. But it was only ten minutes into town. Right, well, well, especially we, on this side of town. Over right, there, where 10 you're minutes at. into the, took 10, right. 10, 10, 12 minutes to get to the main part of town. Right. Now you got to go 45 to 50 minutes. Right. But it was $130,000. Hey, I bought my house in 2006 or, two, yeah, 2006 uh, was $130,000. And I'm going to tell you right now, I made about seventy grand. Right. That was, we couldn't afford any more house than that. Now, granted, in the interest rate was seven and a half percent. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so now with an interest rate of you know less than four, right? You could pr I could have probably gone to you know one sixty, maybe one seventy, maybe. Right. 
But you can't buy a house for that anymore. No. <laughs> You'd have to be making ninety grand a year just to buy a house. And that that an average size house, you know, eighteen hundred square feet or so, for what three hundred thousand? That's the average. That's price? the average. Yeah. That's the average price. How can anybody afford that working as a waitress or a bartender or in the service industry of any kind? Listen, I'm going to give you all some homework, okay? I want you this weekend, wherever you go, it's Friday. Maybe you're going to hit a happy hour, okay? I know that a bunch of us, our son, we got a big high school football game. Oh, yeah. Right? Our team's ranked number four. We got number ten coming in, Right? We're going to meet before the game, a bunch of the parents. We're going to have a few cocktails and go watch our kids play a high school football game. In the heat. I want you to ask these people. <laughs> ask them what stocks they own. Right. Talking about the waitresses and the oh, waiters yeah, yeah. and the bartenders. Go ahead. Yeah. Ask them if they know what Janet Yellen said today. Ask them if they even know who Janet Yellen is. <laughs> The next time you get into your Uber or Lyft, I want you to do the same thing. Then you tell me, Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Friday. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Hyatt. At the founding of our nation, liberty and property were synonymous. However, children in today's public schools are not taught that their rights are protected by God, and they often don't understand property rights at all. Individual rights are now routinely stripped by governmental overreach, and because of failures in the education system, citizens don't even comprehend what they are losing. Conservative writer John Anthony, the founder of the Sustainable Freedom Lab, says that, quote, Today Americans believe that issues like climate change and discrimination transcend property rights, that it's selfish to think of only your rights, and that global citizens must place humankind's good before personal rights. So divorced are we from understanding property rights that millions of Americans unquestioningly applaud their loss as insignificant, compassionate, or even necessary, end quote. The removal of God from schools is why much of the public was accepting of Obamacare. Anthony points out how this socialized health care law used hidden taxes in the name of the common good to snatch property from one individual and redirect it to another. Another way Obamacare mandates impinge on individual freedom occurs when physicians are required to ask patients about gun ownership. If the patient refuses to answer, the government won't pay for the patient's visit to the doctor, and the doctor won't receive payment for his work. This is both confiscation of personal property and a way to control citizens' behavior. Anthony reminds us that both your doctor's income and your personal information are each your private property. Personal information should always be considered private property. James Madison's 1792 treatise warns us that property embraces everything to which a man may attach a value and have a right. Madison lists as property your physical goods, money, opinions, freedom to express your opinions, personal safety, and a host of things that we may not think of as property. Those in power will always want more power. Anthony leaves us the warning that, for over 100 years, our government has sought to trivialize God's role in our rights and presence in our school in order to open the doorway for more power. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders, but Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program, our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, 800-951-0592. You know, we, we, this pattern that we've been in, and you know the pattern I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. right? Gold gets up near $1,300, and then all miraculously, Janet Yellen's going to talk that day. Whether it's a, a Federal Reserve meeting, or maybe it's a releasing of the minutes of the meeting, or she's testifying in front of Congress, or she's at the Bilderberger meeting over in Europe, or she's at Jackson Hole, Wyoming. But something different happened this time, didn't it? It sure did. Because normally it gets up there, she speaks, and what happens? Gold sells. Right, right. Sell, 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 sell. <laughs> and then she doesn't say anything. Gold rallies all the way and sells when she talks. Gold's rising when she talks today because it's getting just like I told. Here we go. Right? The dollar has broken down. Now we'll see. The, it's going to got to close down there, but it, it, it really uh, looks like that's where it's going to be. I think we're going, and, I, and I've been telling you this. All year long. Yeah, broke that resistance. Yeah, we're going to see new highs for the rest of the year. Just be ready for it. Uh, and, and so this is kind of the, what I'll call the the non-sophisticated indicator. This is by Janet Yellen Indicator Index. <laughs> right? It, it, it does. And it, when, when gold breaks through these resistance points, okay, so go back to 1,050 from a couple of years ago, right? Right. Gold broke that resistance point in a very similar situation. Janet Yellen came out to talk about interest rates, right? She didn't get all hawkishly aggressive, and gold, what, bounced off 1,050, and we haven't been anywhere uh no, That was the low for gold. Cent, so that was it. Right? Go back to last December. Right? Gold was in the, what, 11... 1160, 1170 area, something like that. Same thing again. And now we have the the next leg here, the Janet Yellen Index. When gold rises, when Janet talks. The JY Index. <laughs> we call you know it. what? I'm sure Wall Street's not going to create one of those. Uh, so today, I've got, listen, i got a really, it's a neat opportunity. It, it really is. I've got, there's only 25 packages. Okay, so so just throwing that out there, that's all there is. There's not 26, and there's not 23, there's 25. We're going to put a $20 gold piece and a roll of silver eagles together. Because here's what's going to happen. Gold's going to go. Silver, I've been telling you all year long that you want to have exposure to this silver market. So here's what I'm going to do. The gold piece, 1405. So I'm ignoring the move today. Wow. So I'm ignoring them. That's already a, a nice one, but that's, we're not done there. The roll of silver. We're going to put the roll of silver. These are U.S. silver eagles. They come in their you know the the mint tubes with the green top on them. There's 21 ounce silver eagles in each roll. 
They're $390 in this package, which puts that at $2.43 over spot. And people say you're not a nice guy? I'm a nice guy. Come on. So that picks the package at $17.95. For most of the last 10 years, that $2.43 over spot would be below cost. So... And it actually is today right, below right, cost. Right. So, so I'm just telling you, you're about, we're putting that silver in with that, we're in with that twenty dollar gold piece. It's seventeen ninety five. And the only reason I've got this case of silver in here, I wanna, I wanna pass this opportunity on to you. Silver's broken above seventeen dollars again. Uh, take advantage of it. Uh, the twenty dollar gold piece at fourteen oh five. The roll of twenty silver eagles. At seventeen ninety five, so you're going to get an ounce of gold, twenty ounces of silver uh, for seventeen hundred ninety five bucks at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know, and you think about it, like if Lombardi, if that guy's right, and silver goes to fifty bucks again, just the silver alone in there is going to be at a thousand. Oh yeah, right. Remember, right. gold was nineteen hundred dollars at nineteen hundred dollar gold. That twenty dollar gold piece that's going to be in there was twenty three to twenty four hundred bucks. That's right. So eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and uh, you know we're we're going to talk about something that that uh, Rob's been spending some time with, and and what's been going on in the in food. Oh yeah, right. So when we talk about <laughs> food, we talk about inflation. Right. And remember, Janet Yellen's inflation isn't your inflation. <laughs> That's right. It's but right. now they're going to drop that dollar again, which is probably going to what? Make food prices go up even more? What do we got? Well, it's, it's, it, first of all, I just want to, you know, the, the reason I even brought up the hurricane thing is because I was talking to Joe earlier. I said, man, the, you know, if anybody's been really paying attention to what's going on worldwide, they want to call it climate change or global warming. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not climate change, and it certainly isn't the skewed, uh, fictitious uh, data <laughs> that uh, Al Gore was given the Nobel Peace Prize for. You know the uh, unfortunate. Uh, well, Al Gore, let's face it. You know, you talk about a hypocrite. Uh, his his footprint is incredible. <laughs> he should have a footprint on his butt. But let's uh, let's move forward. What's really happening is. Earth changes, and it's affecting crops worldwide, okay? So now we have the decreasing dollar, right? And it's going to keep going down, and the food prices have exponentially gone up, let's say, take an average of, what, about 2% every year, Joe? About about 2%? You know, when you look at it, and and you can do this on your own, when you go back and you look at where food prices have been tracking, Almost without exception, for the last two decades, you're looking at two percent a year. Okay, every year, uh, absolutely. And now, and, and everybody should notice. I think you. I think this 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 audience would certainly know that when they go to the store, the packages are smaller. What do they call that? Food shrink <laughs> shrinkflation. <laughs> I didn't even never even talk about right. shrink like you know. When I was a kid, that box of cereal was huge. Was huge. <laughs> Now, now they're they're about half the size, but they're not even full. That's what gets me. You open them up, and they're only three quarters full. So, so let me just read this to you really quick. 
U.S. food price inflation continues to outpace overall inflation. Did you get that? Did you get that? U.S. food price inflation continues to outpace overall inflation. You know what, though? I got a question. Yeah, yeah. Why isn't the American farmer benefiting from this 2% a year? You would think that they would be just you know, raking in the dough with all oh, yeah. of this food right. inflation, right. but it doesn't no, happen. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's called subsidies. But the, but, but the problem is, is look, from 2012 to 2016, the Consumer Price Index, right, the CPI, that, for all funny, right? food, including grocery stores and restaurant food, rose by 6.1%. Okay? Um, I guess we'll finish, we'll, we'll finish that and okay, we'll get we'll back. We'll do it after. You mean shrinkage? Yes! <laughs> Significant shrinkage. Welcome back, everybody, to the Patriot News Radio Hour. I'm Big Rob, and your <laughs> congenial daily host, Double Joe. J, right here, baby. <laughs> so we're talking about food talking about inflation, talking about the dollar, right? Right. So now the dollar is getting ready because it has to, right? And, and don't think that for one minute, this this it's all orchestrated. Oh, yeah. Right? This is an orchestrated event. It didn't happen the way they thought it was going to happen. Is the economic model broken? What happened? This and that. Well, listen, the answer is really simple. The jobs that we've created, I don't care. There could be... 10 million jobs. Right, right. If they all pay somewhere between 10 and $18, it doesn't matter. No. You can't afford it. And then Most you... people could barely afford to buy groceries these days. And what I don't get, Joe, I mean, I'll get back to this article in a second. What I don't get is how all these people can go out to all these restaurants on a daily basis, pile that, uh, that you know, pile it on their credit card. And expect to have a, a, a decent living. But, but here's the thing. I mean, how is this possible? Here's the problem. Most of these people, they're working tons of jobs. You've got kids. You've got work. You've got these things. I mean, fast food has become almost the way it has to be because, hey, by the time mom and dad get home, right, hey, I don't have another hour to prepare dinner, right? And then we're going to, next thing you know, we're going to be eating at 8 o'clock at night. Right. Right? So, so right, you get the, the casual diner or this or that. And, and so uh, one of our favorite times growing up, and I don't know why I remember, you always remember the dumb stuff, right? <laughs> right? The, the stupid, the little things that I that that I cherish the most. Those were the best times, by right? the way. The so, best times. You know, my, my dad has passed away uh, he was 48. I, I was I was 18 or nine. I think I, I was 19 when he passed, and I had two younger brothers. Right. My youngest brother was only 12. But after church on Sunday, we'd go out to eat for breakfast, and the best place that that we we went to Denny's, right? Right. right. And they they had the Grand Slam, right? <laughs> I remember, I remember that, by the way. It was 99 cents. That's right. We would play at the end of the meal. So it would be my mom, my dad, my four brothers and I. 
and we play guess the check. <laughs> right? they, they, the waitress would bring the check over. My dad would grab it, and and we'd play guess the check. Right? It was just dumb, but we, you know, I, today well, when you're a kid, it's a lot right? of fun. We still do it with my two kids. Right? We all, you know, we remember. We'll do guess the check, and, and so there's six of us. Right? I mean, you would go crazy. Right, if because you know, you know, Daniel had an extra side of bacon on his, and uh, you know, but you know, maybe you're saying like twenty three dollars, right? Maybe <laughs> most of the guests were below twenty, right? Right. Now you go out to eat that grand slam after tax, it's like ten bucks, yeah, and then you get a an iced tea, an iced tea. How did iced tea become three dollars? Right. Go, hey, go to stop at a Circle K. Go get yourself a, a nice tea, buck fifty, what a dollar seventy-five, two bucks. I don't know. I don't really. because I mean, I, I I rarely go to a Circle K or QT to buy right. anything, right? Right. But when I do, I mean, look, you go buy a bottle of water. A bottle of water is a buck fifty. When did water cost water? Nobody's gonna pay for water. Right. Everybody pays for it. <laughs> Everybody buys water. But, but anyway. <laughs> Six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know they don't do it there. But but I'm just saying, so now the four of us and I only bring it up because last week we did go to Denny's. There's a Denny's over at the Scott, Scottsdale Road in the one oh one and it was me and my wife and my two kids. Right? It was I I'm I'm not exaggerating. Okay. It was fifty six dollars. Oh man. That's that's Right, fifty six dollars. That's insane. And, and we ordered. It was nothing elaborate. Denny, you right. nothing elaborate right. on the menu. Right. We didn't have a. Uh, there was no cocktails. <laughs> I mean, there was none of that stuff. <laughs> and they sit there. And there's no and play. And you're like, it never ends. It does. It goes on and on. It's like a nightmare, actually. To tell you the truth, Joe, it's, it's really like a nightmare because you know, getting back to what I was saying, I mean. 6.1% increase, right? U.S. food price inflation continues to outpace overall inflation, right? But if you had, just to, just to say right now, if you own some gold and silver, let's say you bought that silver and gold in 2012, and the price has increased by 6.1% since then, and now we're in 2017, you would ha- you would have saved your wealth Already by, let's say, 8%, okay? So you would be holding on to 8% more of your wealth than that's, than that's gone. It's gone. It's, it's, it's inflated away, okay? So here we are, 2017. Joe just said he went to Denny's with his family, <laughs> spent $56 for some <laughs> eggs and bacon. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm not laughing at you, Joe. I'm just laughing at the ridiculousness it's, of this whole thing. Here's my point. It's Denny. It's not like you went somewhere nice. It's not like I'm going somewhere nice. Denny's. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Out on our website today, great article. So, so we got my blog where I spell it out. I, I'm help, I want to help Janet. I do. I want to help her. And so I spelled it out for her, what was broken. Her model's not broken. It was just never right to begin with. Correct. It all it, it all has to do with the type of job. 
We're going to share a story that is one of the articles on our website here in the final segment. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment on this Friday. Laura Milligan, she got a 10-year-old son who wanted a McDonald's ice cream cone. It's only a dollar, but she kisses them on the head and tells them maybe next week. She's a single mom. She lives outside of Seattle. She works two jobs. 30 hours a week as an assistant property manager for an apartment building. Think about all the apartment buildings that they, they're putting up. That don't pay anything. No. I didn't know. I thought that would pay No, no, I have a friend. Room. I have a friend who did that, property management. Right. She could barely make a living. Barely. She says that the the other one is at a community college where she arranges bulletin boards and makes copies for some professors. Between the two jobs, her pay is $25,000 a year. Before the recession, she earned 30000 with full benefit as a property manager at a call center. It was the highest pay she ever had, and it's been years since she's had a full-time job, despite sending out endless resumes and earning her college degree. She's repeatedly been told she's overqualified for low-wage jobs in retail, not qualified enough for the coveted positions in business and tech. And they, they, the whole, and I just lay this out for you because this is what the problem is. Half the jobs pay less than eighteen percent. Forty percent of the jobs pay less than fifteen dollars. So eighteen dollars, you're in the top ten percent. Oh yeah, I mean, right? That's you're in rarefied <laughs> air. There. And and you know, you start thinking about what is really happening in America today, and this is really the simple answer. And this is why I tell you, do your homework. Ask these people. That's right. Ask them. Ask them what they're. Are buying. you going to ask what at ask, the game? I'm not. You ask them what stock I'm going to go to. The, I'm told yeah, you we're yeah, going to yeah. go to the bar. I'm going to be. I'm going to ask that person. Do you own any stocks? What do yeah. you own? You got a 401k. What are you buying? Do you know who Janet Yellen is? How about the person delivering your pizza? The Uber or the Lyft driver? Because these are the only jobs that are out there. And this is why all of these things are going to happen. We're now back in the the cycle again. The the dollar rally cycle is over, and now it's going to be the falling dollar cycle again to try to get it. U.S. twenty dollar gold piece and a roll of silver eagles. This is a classic starter package, right? This is the basics. This is the bread and butter of every gold gold portfolio that we do. When I put portfolios together, this is how we do them. We put $20 gold pieces in with silver. Right? And this is this is how the base of any and then we what? Then you throw some fractional stuff right, in right, there, the right. incremental stuff and all of that. Don't, this, don't this forget the about the metals program either. Yeah. We got that as well. Uh but the $20 gold piece, the roll of silver eagles at $1,795, at 800 
Uh, gold's up six, twelve hundred ninety-two dollars. Silver's up a dozen, seventeen oh eight. Hope all of you have a great rest of your Friday, Rob. Always good to well, have you in here. You, yeah, you have a great weekend. Have a great enjoy weekend. that game. Yeah, thank you. I will. Hopefully, we'll win. Do that homework. Yeah, trust me. It'll be. Uh, you'll probably already know the answer. It'll be eye opening. Yeah. That's for sure. We'll be back on Monday. Take care.